Strange from my family. All for you people. So oh five star God. reviews. <laughs> Give us six star reviews while you're at it. Teamwork makes a dream work. Ooh, all right. All right. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here recording episode 151. And today we got a spicy and dicey episode coming your way because we are going to be talking about stereotypes. So make sure if you're a snowflake, you better be sitting somewhere where it's cold because it might get a little offensive today. You never know. Uh, it's going to be a fun one. We hope no one's actually legitimately offended. Well, I hope not. I can't speak for Jared. I'm not really sure about that. Uh, Jared tends to be the, the one that cracks the whip on the podcast. Uh, I'm the softy, so what can I say? But uh, we're going to be talking some stereotypes today. And, uh, and I think some stereotypes might be good. Some are obviously very bad, but we can talk more about that later. I'm very curious to see what Jared has for us today. So without further ado... My amazing co-host, my man with a plan. What's going on, Jared? Hello. Listen, I don't know what you're talking about. I have no intention of any sort of offense. I think this is going to be a fun, good time. And um, we're not necessarily going to be talking about whether we think they're true or not. I more want to talk about where they come from. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings here, except maybe the Southerners, maybe the (laughs) British. (laughs) <laughs> yes maybe some germans <laughs> definitely the french i mean come the on french for sure we do rag <laughs> on the french once in a while here at the untranslatable podcast it's fun to uh, it's mess with italians every now and again you know uh so no i'm kidding i'm well, kidding uh, well jared i think it's safe to say as long as we mess with everybody it's all good right isn't that how that works uh we'll find out i guess let's, let's see <laughs> but first spread a little love preemptively pause no you don't have to pause it do that. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast, Twitter, Untranslatable One. Do this first. Five star reviews. Spread a little love on iTunes and Stitcher. Um, and also, you know, you can see us on YouTube. It's a lovely morning here in uh, in Michigan, nice and brisk. Um, but I like it. I like it. Not too cold. It's not snowing. That's what's really important, you know. Um, How's it going in China for you? Oh, how's going teaching good. going, dude? I feel like I haven't heard about uh, those little rascals, as you call them, um, over there. <laughs> Chad doesn't My call little them rascals. Uh, makes it sound like I'm a kindergarten teacher uh, who doesn't <laughs> like my students uh, or who loves my students, one or the other. I feel like little rascals can also be a term of endearment. But anyways, it's been going well. Uh, we only actually have six... Mm, five five weeks left of the semester, so that's really hard to believe. So a month and some change, and then I am on my long break. We'll have to talk about that more later when I know more about it and what my plans are. I've revealed oh. some secret plans to Jared, but we won't we won't leak those just yet. So I don't uh, realize yeah, this teaching, was a school break though. Oh yeah. So it, yeah, it's, Chinese it's, New Year, we get like six weeks off. Six weeks. Wow. Wow. Yeah, man. So that encompasses mm-hmm. uh, American Christmas, too? No. Or Western Christmas? No, but okay. I, it does not. Because I believe the New Year's right, in February this year, right? New Year's. Yes. Or next year. Yes, I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. That's a so, long time. So, yeah, so it should be fun. Yeah, it is. That's especially so a long time. traveling. Um, well, maybe not. I was going to say, because you're there for 10 months, but maybe not. It's not still nine months of working. 
Um, okay. Right. Cool. Um, the teaching's been going well. I had my English corner last week. English we corner. We talked about that's uh, what you call it. Friendship. That's like my conversation hour. My English corner. Right. Different name. Same thing. Friendship. Did you bring me up? As always. Of course I did. Okay. <laughs> I brought you up and uh, <sighs> brought you up and said check out the Untranslatable podcast and uh, five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, all right. So uh, <laughs> here are, are some really questions, James. <laughs> that was right. I was right. I said, we're only friends because of a podcast that has nothing to do with the year we spent in Austria or that we were in the same fraternity or that we lived like basically right across uh, the hall from each other as freshmen in college. None of that. Anyway, (laughs) I got some questions for you, Jared. Got some questions. So, uh, oh, here's a good one, Jared. What do you think about a friendship between a boy and a girl? Meaning it's just friends. Is it possible? Is it doable? Um... I'd say this was asked by a boy. By by the way, I don't know. If it's definitely doable. Opinion. I mean, it's definitely doable. First of all, um, but I, I would say that the younger you are, the more likely that friendship is started by one of the parties having more of an interest and just waiting for it to <laughs> for like some sort of quote unquote opportunity. But I would say uh, I would say I would say a like, sweet spot there. What do you mean a sweet spot? I mean that when you're really little kids. I think you can definitely oh, yeah, be no. very good friends, and there's I don't mean there. uh, yeah. But then once you hit them teenage years, yeah, yeah, yeah I'd say once you start hitting sure. maybe twelve, thirteen, the motives start to change. I would imagine. Um, yep. yep. But like, um, that's such a weird time, man. When but you even start still, it's the even sex. still it's possible. Like, let's not get, like let's not be ridiculous. It's still possible. Um, of course. But um, yeah, I would say there's just a higher chance of it being motivated by um, one of the pe- parties being into the other party. Right, but I would say this. I think if, uh, but it's easier the older meet, you get. You 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 know more. Yeah. You understand people more. It takes a little more for you True. to be into someone. It's not that easy. <laughs> right. Yeah. They can't just be attractive or pay attention to you. That's true. Yeah. That is very true. Did she just say my one name? or the other? <laughs> right. Right. Wait, did she look at me? I knew there was something there. No, she was looking behind. You. Yeah. Right. Uh, but yeah. But what I told them was, I think it's one. I think it's actually very good for men and women to have platonic relationships, well, yeah, friend sure. relationships, um, most definitely. And I think it is very possible. I also think, though, too, that these these neck beard guys out there, like the the quote unquote nice guys, um, <laughs> neck they beard. Need to stop. I've never heard of that. Before. The neck beards, man. You've never heard that before. Yeah, <laughs> no. that's like a term for like the dudes with neck beards and wearing the fedoras, and, like call girls like the lady. Oh, <laughs> it's cringeworthy. Lady. It's I've never heard that before. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> you need to you need to brush up on your memeology, Jared. I really You're slacking do. on your memeology. Is that like here. a fa- like a popular but, meme character? Oh yeah! If oh, you okay. just Google Google meme neckbeard, and you'll find lots of good <laughs> ones. I'm sure, lots uh, of them. Just Google them. This is uh, what but anyways, my work computers. But I think the thing is, is that I think people need to also be honest with one another. So, and it's easier said than done, especially <laughs> when you're a teenager. You found some I know good this ones, guy. didn't you? See? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> the good old neck beard. I knew, I knew that would make you laugh. I knew that would make Girls, you laugh. Girls, please stop picking cute boys over me. It's so hard to be an alpha male these days. Uh, oh, it's one of those swag is for boys, classes for men. I remember those uh, those yep. pictures back in the day. Sorry. All right, go ahead. Yep. So go yep. ahead. 
But yeah, but anyways, I think that like people should just be honest about their intentions. Obviously, it's easier said than done, especially when you're a no teenager who's yeah, probably no one's insecure and doesn't know 15. anything. But <laughs> right. Anyways, uh, then uh, then I got asked by another student: Is it easier for an American to learn Francais than a Chinese person? And my short answer was I'm yes. Or oh, uh, uh, my short answer would be I have no idea. You tell me. Well. English and French have much more in common than French that's and true. Chinese. We are, we, even so someone that's that why. knows zero French knows some French, just doesn't know that they do. Right. Like bonjour or something, yeah. Mm-hmm. Escargot. And the alphabet's already something where we can relate to. We're, so we're already starting right. a little bit further. Right. Oh, here was a good one, Jared, and maybe you can answer this one. Uh, how do people in America make friends? Huh. I'm still trying to figure that out myself. Uh, <laughs> um, we did a friends abroad episode. Do we need to do a friends at home episode, Jared? <laughs> um, we can do that. Well, I'll write it down. How do how do you people? Um, I think there's a lot of uh, it's a lot of sport related. I mean, it's the same as anywhere. Mm-hmm. Is there a lot of sports talk in China? A little bit. I would say. I would say, legit. I would broaden that brush, that brush stroke a little bit, and say it's not sports, but it's hobbies and interests. I think that's really okay. how people at most places make friends, right? You have I, I mean, interests. of course. But I'm saying, of course. But I'm trying. But of course, it's hobbies and interests. Social event. But I'm saying sports are a common thing that bring people together in the U.S. I mean, you, you there's a whole bunch of. Um, there's a whole bunch of like restaurants that'll have like you know like B Dubs has like four thousand TVs in it. I went to a B Dubs a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. I couldn't even, I couldn't even focus on a person. Pay attention. I couldn't could focus you? on a TV. Yep, I believe it. I, like, yep. <laughs> I was. It was between the between. Oh my god. Um, so I and also like it's a very like it's just a big sports culture. Like when I was in Philadelphia, it right. was a common point right. of conversation. Was the was the Eagles. So uh, I, I would say sports specifically is a big uh, thing that brings people together in the U.S. Absolutely, and that it's com- often brought up with with people. Hobbies mm-hmm. and interests, obviously, but that. that just seems way too general to me. Like that's how everyone is friends because they have something in common, right? Or through friends of friends, also parties. All right, but here's another good work question, is also Jared. a huge one. I would say. Yeah, I think I know you a lot and I are of, not I have a, great at that. I don't like making friends at work. It's not even that I'm not good at it. Although I do have actually, right. I, I do uh, at my new job, I do have one friend that I've hung out with a few times outside of work, and and we and um we have a more you know social relationship, I would say. Nice. But this is the first nice. time, and I've been in the working for a while. So, right, that's fair. So, Jared, here's another good one. What are some things that we shouldn't ask? when making friends in America? See, I don't believe all that BS about the political stuff. Now, maybe I wouldn't ask it, but I want to know. Cause <laughs> right. right. Uh, I, I, um, it definitely will uh, change my opinion of you. Um, what shouldn't you ask? I don't know. I, I don't really... If you want to ask think, it, go for it. I think when it. you're... F- First, making friends. I don't know. There Go are, for I, it. I would say Ask some very intrusive. Want. Yeah, but I think in the beginning, when you're just developing maybe a friendship, sexuality. Some... Don't ask about sexuality. What do you like? Uh, I, I don't know. Is that or is that fine too? 
Because if you I think that's, like that's fine, okay. then I'm going to go back to my original statement. Ask whatever you want. I don't care. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Well, what, what I told my students was at least when you're first starting to like talk to somebody and like try to make friends. Because the whole whole point of this English corner was to try religion. to give them some skills that if they went, yes, I said religion. But the whole point of the English corner was to give them kind of a an idea if they went abroad to the United States or somewhere in the West and they wanted to make friends, what are some good topics and not such uh, not so good topics to talk about? I would say at least when you first meet people, I would say politics is not a great one to talk about. Um, now, if you want to become close friends with someone, like it maybe doesn't hurt, but I think this might be something that you and I actually disagree on, though, Jared. I have, probably just because I'm from a little farm town in Michigan, I have friends who are Trump supporters. And uh, I obviously don't support him, but I'm not going to stop being friends for, with them because they have a different political view than I do. Uh, I would say we're different on that, too. I had uh, one or two very close friends from high school that are Trump supporters, and I don't talk to them anymore. I, I don't, I, every, whenever I look at, at least to look at their um, social media, it would just make me mad, you know? And, I, and mm. I'd, be like, this, I'd be like, this is bullshit, you know? I, and so, um, yeah, no. But I get where you're coming from. I, I don't disagree with, with your stance. Uh, I just... Uh, haven't been presented with uh, some that I want to be friends with, I guess. Um, That's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah. <clears throat> all right. Let me give you a couple. But more I would agree with you on religion. I'd agree with you on religion, probably. Yeah. But I would yeah, say I that think religion can be a touchy one. But I would say that there's a lot you can talk about if you just go about it the right way. You know, like just you just have to know how to approach it. I would say. I would agree. I would agree. Here was a funny one, and I'm going. Or it's like usually it, I slightly. If you want to have a uh, actual actual constructive political re- conversation, don't start with "What do you think of that Trump guy? He's an asshole, isn't he?" You know, <laughs> right? If we're right. actually going to try right. to have like a real conversation, just know how to go about things. You know, right? Oh yeah, for have sure, some tags. absolutely, definitely. Here's here's a funny one, Jared. And usually I slightly edit these just so our listeners understand, but. Uh, I'm going to read this one more or less how the student wrote it. Uh, And I'll see if you can decipher this question. I had to read it a few times to figure it out. But I've seen a game of rotating bottle. And it's about (laughs) a wardrobe, meaning a closet and friends. What is that? Oh, I know exactly. Illuminate us. Tell us what that is. (laughs) Spin the bottle. Where you spin a bottle in a circle and you whoever lands on you have to go um, make out with. Now, I'll tell you what. That mm-hmm. game to me only exists in movies and TV shows. I have never once come across a spin the bottle game. I've never come across a seven minutes in heaven game. I was never. Now, it was definitely happening at my schools. I okay. was never getting invited to those parties. <laughs> mm. I was oh, not a cool say, kid Jared, uh, I was in high school. Say, speak for yourself. I was about to say, speak oh, for yourself. Oh, I know yourself. you were. I, well, these were happening in your uh, <laughs> bonus at your freaking house. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, actually, not at my house. We never had it at my parents. But we would actually play spin the bottle, but it would be spin the bottle truth or dare. So if it landed on you, you would have to pick truth or dare. So I don't know if that's better or worse. We made, we made our friends do a lot of stupid things. So I don't know if it's necessarily better or worse. But yeah, so uh, I guess I played truth or dare before. Answer. But I never got invited to any of these makeout parties back in the day. I only I only heard about the legend of these, and I'd be like, "Oh yeah, that sounds like fun, cool." Right. No, I went to the movies. So you know, had to see the new right, right. Doctor Doolittle. 
That's you better believe it. Uh, <laughs> okay. You're not coming up with another one. Sorry, go ahead. Here, here was here, here was a question that, not gonna lie to you, got me a little choked up in front of how many students were there last week. Got me a little choked up in front of about 65 students. Damn, this thing is still uh, growing. Said, I feel like the last time you told yep. me about it, it was at like 45 or 50. It's going to be at 300 by the end of the year. You just wait. <laughs> Mark my words. Mark my words. I'm going to feel like I'm one of those like self-help gurus. <laughs> like walking out on stage. <laughs> You're you start know, wearing motivational like speaker. <laughs> or like right. cloths. To <laughs> Welcome, friends. <laughs> Please right. sit in a circle. <laughs> Wear sunglasses the whole time, even though it's dark. Anyways. My children, my uh, children, come close. (laughs) My little rascals. Uh, Anyways, this one one got me choked up a little bit. Uh, The student asked me, what do you do when you miss your family members? And Mm. so uh, we actually didn't talk about this on the pod, but maybe, hope I won't get choked up now talking about it. But I mentioned last week that... uh, I think two or three weeks ago, uh, there was a tragic incident at Albion College. Actually, mm-hmm. I don't know why I didn't do that as a shout-out. I don't I think know if we Jared talked about I'm talking that. About. We didn't. So let's talk about it. So real quick, there was a tragic incident at Albion College, Jared and my alma mater, where a, uh, I believe he was a freshman, maybe a sophomore, basketball player uh, named Zach Winston um, committed suicide. He stepped in front of a train and uh, and was killed. And... Uh, Zachary Winston is actually the brother of Cassius Winston, who is the star player, star point guard on MSU's men's basketball team. And so it was all over the media, obviously, because it. that's the crazy thing, though, is if, if it would have been uh, a student that wasn't connected, didn't have as high of a profile, to, uh, yeah, yeah. you probably wouldn't have heard much about it. But anyways, no. uh, that's Especially not the point school. of why I'm bringing this up. Right, right, because Albion's pretty small. Right. Um, but anyways, and so I was... but. Tom Izzo, the Michigan State men's basketball coach, said something really touching in a speech after the game because he told Cassius Winston, who lost his brother, you know, take the time you need. If you don't want to play, you don't have to play, um, you know, and and he decided to lace up and go play. And so he played and had a really good game. And uh, and uh, Coach Izzo said, you know, he, he said out of all of you, I think this is like his 26th year coaching at Michigan State as the head coach. I mean, obviously, he's been coaching longer than that. And he said this was one of the hardest times and most difficult things he has ever dealt with as a coach. And uh, But what he said in the speech was that you have to always make sure you tell your friends and your family members that you love them and how much they mean to you. Because one day, you know, you're talking to them on the phone and the next, they could be gone. Um Getting a, little, getting a little emotional talking about it now. But so I, I told my students that. And so they, because they asked me, you know, well, what do you do when you miss your family members? And I think the key is you just, you have to reach out. There's really mm-hmm. no other, or sit at home, I guess, and eat Ben and Jerry's and cry. I, I don't really know what, what the correct thing, but I think the healthy thing is, at least for me, I don't know about you, Jared, but for me, the healthy thing for me is to reach out, t- say, say you miss them, <clears throat> say you love them. And, you know, if they have some time, maybe you can, like, talk to them, Skype, FaceTime, or, or whatever, phone call. Yeah. No, I agree with you. And uh, it's it's easy to make excuses not to do it. I always make excuses not to do it. But, yeah. No, I definitely agree with you. Um, and uh, it does seem like you do talk to your parents a, a good bit. And you try to, uh, mm-hmm. you, try to you know, keep that um, consistency. 
at least once a week, the three of us, my mom, my dad, and I talk. Yeah. And I usually, t- my dad's not a big texter. I mean, look, my dad had told us that he wanted to die before he got a cell phone. So that just goes to show <laughs> you he had to get one for work. And now that he has one, he just, now he just has it. So, um, and it's good. He's too, addicted just like the rest of, of us still. And stuff. He does. He, he, here's the funny thing, Jared. My dad loves Pinterest. I was like, I was looking at his phone. And I'm like, you have a, you have Pinterest on your phone. What the hell is He's going like on here? He was like a 20 year old girl from 2010, <laughs> right? And he was, he was like, there's lots of cool Do people still use artwork. Pinterest? I mean, I guess so. He uses. I it. think so. Yeah, I guess so. For 70 some year old man, you know, 70. How old is he? 73, 74, 73 is using Pinterest, and I think some people are still using it, or maybe not. Maybe that means no one uses it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But uh, yeah, so. So yeah, we do try to talk a lot. Um, okay. Yeah. So so, anyways, I think we should spread some love. And because of that, spread I would like to love. give a shout out, early shout out to um, Cassius Winston and the entire Winston family. Um, I'm surprised I didn't bring it up earlier, but um, I can't imagine what they're going through. Um, and I know they've gotten plenty of love and support from the Albion community, the Michigan State community, but we also send our love to you as well. Um, we can't imagine what you're going through. My next shout out goes out to, uh, this is kind of a crazy story, Jared. It is called the senior songbook. And my next shout out goes out to a lyricist named Alan R. Tripp and jazz pianist Marvin Weisberg, who have produced a beautifully orchestrated work filled with new originals that, uh, kind of set the scene back to the big ba- big band era. So the Senior Songbook is an album that was released uh, by the oldest professional songwriting team in music history. Uh, the album was re- released on November 15, 2019, and uh, uh, the lyricist was, uh, was is 102 years old, and his uh, junior teammate is 88 years old. So between the two of them, we're looking at... Uh, quite a lot of experience. And so what's yeah. cool, though, is that the album uh, was designed to fill the void that seniors who long desire the stylings of pre-rock era types of music. Um, so the Senior Songbook has swing, tango, rumba, and other styles, along with the big band orchestration, Panache. Uh, and rumba. so it's really great. Never heard uh, of that one. Yeah, and there's also... I thought that was just a Apparently there's player. a lot of humor, humor in the album, uh, and, and so Tripp uses a lot of humor in his method of writing lyrics, um, calling lyrics simply honest. Tripp voices his belief that one is certainly doomed if he or she cannot laugh. In the Where'd chorus of the this? album's first single, don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, in the chorus of the album's first single, I can't, I just can't remember your name. One can hear Tripp's mischi- uh, mischievous approach to songwriting. I know oh I ought gosh. to kiss you, but baby, there's an issue. I just can't remember your name. I wonder if he's... Uh, so I know I go. got to kiss you. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I mean, it's big banded swing, baby. Some swing. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. But, dude, I just think it's uh, awesome. The fact that these 102 and an 88-year-old man... But not albums. An album together. It's, I love that. Dude, I, yeah, that's awesome. I bet you this album is probably more fire than half the stuff that was dropped this year. Dude, I'm we're going to be... We're going to be uh, 86, and I'm going to be your junior at 85, and we're going to be putting out uh, putting out podcasts. Yeah, so today we, <laughs> we went to the store to get some more hard Werther's candies. I love Werther's. Yeah, that's bro. true. <laughs> Werther's are good. But I, I feel like I'd still, I still buy Werther's right people. now. 
Oh yeah, I, I would too. Well, they're, you know why delicious. I started loving them was because my grandma always had them. <laughs> yep, yep, exactly, exactly. That's how they get you, dude. That's how they get you. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, but I think Is that's it... so awesome. And honestly, dude, just Google senior songbook. You will not be disappointed. All right. It is hilarious. The songs right. are lit. It's great. Lit. If you're into big band or swing, it's really good. Like the and the composition is great as well. Um, it's super awesome. But you know what else is super awesome, Jared? Mm-hmm. The untranslatable podcast. Because we like to spread it. untranslatables. Hey, bro. So I've been um, looking at Amaran's. Uh, oh, oh no. Oh no, not oh. a. <laughs> yes, we've been. Uh, I've, I've been looking. Never stop. I've been looking at Amaren's. Uh, listen, listen to our previous pod with her of the uh, Foreign Language Collective and Untranslatable dot co. Uh, hit up that. Um, is it a Kickstarter? Is that what it is? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, believe so. I, w- I didn't I mean. So, to br- yeah. I wasn't I expecting right. to bring this up, but I brought this up to say every time I look at that untranslatable.co um uh she always has stories she's always on top of her game that's why she's doing so much better than us um i I always am trying to figure out how can i somehow weasel my way into this or uh into this situation and be part of this and Mm -hmm. i i sometimes i think i wanted i want to be like hey every um you know if you want I can every week I can send you untranslatables from Chad and I that you can put up on your website or something like that. You know, like you know, mm-hmm. like our untranslatable clip or something. I'm always thinking like how can I somehow That's get into idea. this in, into this foreign idea. language thing she's got going on here. Um and that's just an idea I was, I'm throwing out now on the podcast now that I think about it. Um I, <laughs> it's a good one. I approve. Ten out of ten. Eleven right. out of ten. All right. Uh, chat approves. Uh, look forward to the upcoming um, <laughs> upcoming uh, collab. Collab. All right, I'll give you an example of something. Also, we need her back on at some point because she was great. But yeah, give me an example of an untranslatable Jared. My first one is Farsi, and it's Sag Sig Hab Show Nemishesa, and it means. Uh, Oh, I said that definitely wrong. Sag saheb sesho nemishe nese. And it, uh, that's probably wrong too, obviously, but I feel like I missed a, anyway, it literally means a dog doesn't recognize its owner. Dog doesn't recognize its owner. I don't even know where to begin with this one, Jared. Can you give me a clue? Um... Um, you know, I'm trying to, I got a lot going on at work right now. You know, my, uh, the old lady's breathing down my back. I'm trying to produce a podcast here. I'm trying to learn piano. I'm trying to cook dinner, dinner for this family. I'm trying to <laughs> get some sleep. A dog doesn't even recognize its owner. So it's to be unappreciative or ungrateful. No. No, 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 no. It's to be. This is be this is me. Down and tired. Beat this down. This is how I'm feeling. This is how I'm feeling. Yeah, beat down, tired, unappreciated. Uh, not unappreciated, but I'll give you a half ham horn. Life is chaotic. Ah, okay. There's okay. like a lot That's going fair. on. Yeah. So there's a lot going on. Is yeah, life's chaotic. Everyone knows what chaotic means. I don't need to explain chaotic to people. <laughs> you do not. That is for sure. <clears throat> 
I'm going to let you choose, Jared. I'm going to give you the power. Do you want me to start with a Finnish one or another Kiwi one? Give me a Kiwi one first. Kiwi. Right, the Kiwi one. Ah, a little Kiwi, untranslatable. <laughs> it always turns Australian for me. I cannot do a Kiwi accent. Anyways, uh, the word is wop wops. That sounds racist. I guess, I mean, it's racist <laughs> towards Italian, so I guess it's fine. Um, <laughs> wah, wah. What was the, what'd you say it was again? Wop wop. Wop wops. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wop wops. Um,. I have no idea. Is that like some sort of snack? It is, no, it's not. I'll give you an example, Jared. I don't know if this will help you, but uh, we took a tiki tour to the beach and ended up in the Wop Wops. <laughs> we, well, we took a tiki tour to the beach mm-hmm. and ended up in the Wop Wops. Ended up in the Wop Wops. In the ocean? Nope. I don't. I have no idea. Drunk? Does it, we, have a, drunk? We, have an, <laughs> we have an English untranslatable that has to do with Egypt. Oh, you ended up in the middle of nowhere. There we go. Okay. There we go. Mm-hmm. BFE, as as uh, mm-hmm. as we would say uh, here in the U.S. Right. Okay, the wolf wolves and the boonies. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, I, I, it, I, it would be fun for us as Americans. Well, we have people in New Zealand. Hey, New Zealanders, spread the word. Here in the United States, the reason I said that thing about Italians is because here the word WAP is a derogatory for, word for Italians. That's why I said all that Italian stuff earlier. So go I spread didn't know that. that. No, all right. Well, go spread that to, to the in the U.S. too. Uh, yeah, that's that's why I said that earlier about Italians. I didn't just say that out of nowhere. Um, I figured there was a reason for it. Usually, there's a method for your madness. I'm glad Jared, I brought it usually. up now because I <laughs> I thought you knew that. Um, anyway, my next untranslatable is Hindi, and it's. Pani me lakad magad se bed. Obviously, said I'm starting to get really, uh, you know, really, I don't need to do this too, because I could just play it uh, straight from the translator. Um, anyway, More fun I think I'm, start, I'm, thinking I'm starting to get self conscious. It's only taken 151 episodes. But <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm starting to get a little self conscious all of a sudden. Um, living in water and being an enemy of the crocodile is not good. No, it's not. That doesn't, that doesn't sound good. That means like you're stuck in between a rock and a hard place. Not really. No, no, no. Uh, it's, uh, hmm. Hmm. Uh, give me a clue. Living in water and being an enemy of the crocodile is not good. If you want to live in the water, you have to learn how to live with the crocodile. So keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. No, it essentially just means that you have to learn how to like adapt to your you know area. Ah, you okay. have to like know okay. how to get along with your neighbors and uh, adapt to wherever it is you're living. That makes the, sense. the meaning that okay. they gave me on the website was you can't live in Rome and fight with the Pope, which I don't really mm. like that, but I get what they're that's all that sounds like an untranslatable right. in itself. That does, doesn't it? All right, I'm going to save the Finnish one for another episode, and I'm going to give you uh, a Chinese one to end my untranslatables for today. And it is, uh, let me see here, Shun Chi Ji Ran, which means to follow nature. 
uh, it's just like to uh, trust your gut. Have faith and nope. oh. Um, it just means you have to go to the bathroom. Nope. Okay. Nope. Uh, <laughs> I kind of you you were you were kind of close with the the like have faith a little bit, but um, ah, it's a little different than that. Um, Is this let me like, think of an um, example. Well, let me ask you, Jared. Can you control the nature? Oh, it's like don't try to like. Oh, it's like don't 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 try to control what's outside of your control. Essentially. Yeah, exactly. Just let it mm. be. Go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Mm. Exactly. Uh, okay. Okay. You know who's a go with the flow kind of folk? The Germans. <laughs> now that's a segue, <laughs> folks. Now that's a segue. That is a segue. <laughs> that is a segue. <laughs> I'm not so sure I agree with that statement, but yeah. So let's talk stereotypes, Jared. Mm-hmm. Let's get spicy. Why do you keep saying that? I don't think it has to be as spicy as you think it's going to be. Doesn't have to be spicy. No, we're That's all friends true. here. That's true. You're right. Listen, just go back, listen to the previous 150 episodes of the podcast, and you'll know we mean no harm. We're merely scientists trying to figure out culture and language and why it is these things exist. Right. Very true. Very true. So what do you got why for d- us today, Jared? Well, I thought you... I, I, no, no. I want to start with why you think um, stereotypes uh, like are a thing. Where they come from. Didn't you say you had some something about that to me? Didn't we not? Yeah. Am I, am I, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I was going crazy for a second. Yeah. So, well, so, so st- well, stereotypes from what I've read, and this is from a couple <clears throat> various like psychology sources, is that... And now I... First of all, let me preface. I'm not a psychologist. I have never been trained in psychology. I am, though. I'm a language teacher. Jared is trained in everything and anything under the sun. This is why he has the um, outstanding role of being the co-host of the Untranslatable podcast. But the whole point here is that psychologists, a lot of psychologists say that, um, I guess, humans, we, we like to categorize things. We like to fit things neatly into boxes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so stereotyping, stereotyping kind of comes from that. It also comes from the notion of you meet one or two people from somewhere different, whether it be a different ethnicity, different country, different nationality, whatever, and you notice something different about them, and then you tell your friends, your friends then tell their friends, so on and so forth, and this is how stereotypes... It's a very simple, watered-down way stereotypes are born, but that is kind of how they're born. And I think it's also the... Um the aspects of their like the aspects of these of these cultures that like what becomes a stereotype also tends to be what's like most popular in media about them you know like how you most of often course. hear about them in media so it's like well whenever you're talking about this culture you you always you like you only tend to bring these people up if you're talking about like uh something you know and so like yeah right. there's so much more to their culture but all the only aspect that is i don't know lucrative to, to on tv or whatever or or mm-hmm. like is is the one we hear about comedy or yes. whatever yeah absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely yeah right and i think i think the the thing about stereotypes is that um although occasionally there is some truth to them it's always just dangerous to make broad generalizations of of an entire an entire nation, an entire race, an entire ethnicity, what whatever that may be, it's just not going to um, get you anywhere. With, you know, like it's not, right. it's, it's not helpful. It's it's. But see, here's the other thing about stereotypes that I think is interesting, Jared, is that yes, I don't think generalizations are are 
helpful in any way. But at the same time, I think a lot of different countries and cultures, they like to look at themselves as, you know, we're American, we're German, we're Chinese, we're whatever. Um, and so I think I think some people also buy into the stereotypes themselves, especially oh, if they're a sure. positive stereotype, you know? For sure. Yeah, yeah. I think mm -hmm. people start definitely start embracing... Um, yeah, yeah. But I think it also goes back to that what becomes lucrative, you know? Um, mm -hmm. And so, and, and but yeah, it, it becomes, a, it becomes a, it's like, you know, you always hear in, in it's a popular sitcom trope to say, um, especially like back in like the 80s and 90s to say, hey, if someone's making fun of you, embrace that thing that they're making fun of you about and make fun of yourself about it. And then they can't make fun of you about it anymore. And that's it's kind of like a national version of that in a weird way, you know. Right. It's like, yeah, but we I are think this. That's kind of a good strategy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm a huge proponent of making fun of oneself. You know, uh, it's definitely. Important. Yeah, Life yeah. It's too like short you can't. Like, yeah, I, I'm aware of this about myself too. Now what? You know. Exactly, and I kind of yeah. like it. What, what you can do now? Yeah. Right. You can make fun of it, but right. I'm happy. I think I think stereotypes they'll become dangerous or. Or spicy, as I was saying earlier. I think spicy is probably the wrong word. I just like saying the word spicy, let's be honest. Um, it's a good word. But no, I think stereotypes really become dangerous, though, when people really attach their identities to them, right? Like, mm. like a stereotype about white people. White people don't have rhythm. White people can't dance. Like, look, I am by no means a good dancer by at all. But, like if I, but I think if I really, truly, like, kept reinforcing that stereotype with myself you would never see me on the dance floor even with quite a few drinks in my system um yeah but i get out there I'm, I'm not great i'm not super smooth but you know it is what it is okay <laughs> but i think the thing that's dangerous is is just when you embrace a stereotype to the point where you think it's true about yourself because of mm. you're white or you're whatever you know what i mean yeah yeah, no, that's very true. Yeah, where you, where yeah, where you start putting yourself into a box or limiting yourself. Yeah, mm -hmm. I've I've right. seen that before. Uh, being a black person, you know, I've definitely seen examples of that. Um, uh, from that angle. Um, do you wanna do you wanna just go through some? I guess are we gonna do this? Is this what we're gonna Let's do? do it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we're gonna do it. Let's do it. All right. So we'll start with Americans because that's what we are, and that's the easiest. Right. Now For sure. the one that's loud. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's what we're I was loud. gonna say. Can I can I just Okay. We're loud, we're fat. Mm, yeah. I think yeah. That one I don't stand by anymore. I still stand by the loud one. I'm not going to do this okay. for all the... <laughs> I do, too. I'm not going to do I this do for too. all the countries, but I'll do this for the uh, for the U.S. because this is our for country. The Americans. Definitely still loud. I mean, there's no denying the fact mm -hmm. that you can, you can... It's easy to spot a group of Americans outside of the United States. Oh, very easy. Um, the fat thing, very, I don't really... Easy. I don't really... Fast food eaters, I disagree with. We, I mean, yeah, obviously, most popular fast food restaurants uh, we invented, sure. But... Um, right like um those are now multi like those are now global companies most of them you know like kfc is yeah. bigger oh, in and yeah. where you're at than it is here probably right. um, also is bigger in the czech republic so yeah 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 very true um mm -hmm. i would say we're i would say we're de nationalistic is a big one probably yep yep 
I would agree with that. And the funny thing is, I think the three countries, in my opinion, at least from what I've heard and what I've seen, that are the most nationalist, nationalistic are the United States, mm. China, and Russia. Interesting. I didn't mm-hmm. know that about China. Let me be honest with you. Russia you kind of makes Chinese sense flags to me. Everywhere. Everywhere. Chinese okay. flags all over the place. Do people like wear them? Like would like you know how people here you'd see yeah, like you, well, you'll a girl see, with yeah, like you'll American see a shirt flag with bikini a patch with a Chinese flag. I've never seen bikinis, but I haven't been on the beach yet. I feel like uh, there's just a lot less like bikini wearing happening in China stuff? in general. Absolutely. Probably. I don't know though. If you go down south, that could be different. Do they have be- they have beaches there? Oh yeah. Of oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it's a co- there are coastal cities. There's beaches all over China. I mean it's a giant country. That's a dumb question. Um yeah. but yeah. I would agree, though. I would I would say not only nationalistic, but, like, there are a lot of Americans who have a lot of, like, blind pride. And yeah, I think yeah. a lot of Americans who have the blind pride have never gone abroad before. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like the moment you go abroad, you realize, like, there's a lot of great things about the United States. But there's also a lot of things that aren't so great. And you but start there are to a lot realize of countries as you go abroad. I'd say there are a lot of countries that have general pride for their country. Like... Like I like like I know a lot of um, I don't know just off the top of my head a lot of South American countries or Central American countries they're very proud, but it's it, you, they don't get right. do they get the same sort of uh, stereotype of nationalism? I don't think so because I don't think they're as loud about it as we are in the right. United States. And then once you start going to Europe, especially you know Germany, Austria area, nationalism as a word is a very negative thing, you know. Because uh, oh, last time, of course, because it didn't end well last time. Um, nope. <laughs> nope. Granted, it's not going well this time for the U.S. either. But uh, <laughs> right, right. It didn't. It didn't end well. Like so, like uh, they're almost like on the complete other. I mean, not uh, Austria. I don't know about Austria really. To be honest with you, but Germany, like unless. The first, at least I remember when I lived in Germany, that was when the World Cup uh, was in Germany for the first time in a while, you know, in 2006. Mm-hmm. And um, and that was the, I remember there was a lot of conversation about that was the first time in a long, long time where um, there was like, like sites of outward pride or like, you know, like, uh, or outward like pride for the country or like chanting for the country because that doesn't really happen there. Right. Only during football matches or soccer matches. Right. right, right That's right. about it. Yeah. That's about it. But yeah. Good. Give me some other U.S. stereotypes, Jared. Um, materialistic. But yep. they're not all going to be negative, by the way. We can't all make this negative about the U.S. I would say the opposite, not the opposite, but another way to spin the materialism would be mm-hmm. very ambitious. I'd say uh, yep. very... Like, uh, e- even if it's sort of blind ambition, you know, <laughs> like we're still very like, e- like ambitious people. Um, mm-hmm. like everyone kind of thinks that I-, I think that it's like, even the, even like, um, uh, people that aren't doing well, ha- like a lot of them have like the sort of dream that they can, you know, make it one day. There's a lot of, I can make it one day dreams. I think here right. in the U S yeah, I think it's a good thing. Definitely. Um, yeah, I do too. I do too. Efficient, I'd say we get some of that too. Not we might not be known for that, but I think I think it's a stereotype. Like, because uh, I think there's also the stereotype of like overworked too. But I think yeah, with that I, comes like a lot. Like does come a lot of like stuff getting done. 
I think another big thing about stereotypes for Americans, I do think around the world, for the most part, we are stereotyped as being very friendly and being very open, which I really, mm-hmm. I, I'm always happy to hear that. And I think for the most part, that's fairly true. I would and say. very religious, Let's, too. We're a very religious country, yep. I would say. Yep. Yeah. Especially down south. Very Christian. Especially down Let's, south. I mean, I don't yes. want to say religious. It's very, <laughs> we're known as being a very Christian right. country. Right. Which is interesting uh, because we have a lot of other religions in the United States. Um, other than Christianity. Let's talk about some other stereotypes, though, buddy. Um, now, this website I got this from is literally called nationalstereotype.com. There we go. Um, so, I don't know. Take that as you uh, would like. They group Arabs together. So, I assume that means, what, just Middle Eastern countries like Saudi Arabia, uh, UAE, that sort of area? I would assume so. I would assume so. But that itself, I think, is a bit problematic. But anyways, what stereotypes do they have? Oh, you mean grouping them together? Yeah, because I think I think although they share uh, the same religion, I've heard like even even the type of Islam is different in different Arabic countries. You know, you have Sunni oh, and Shiite yeah, yeah. Muslims. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like saying yeah, it's like how um, yeah, Catholics and um, Protestants don't agree with right. you know each other and think that they're the way they. Uh, follow Christianity is is ridiculous or whatever. Uh, I really. What are some I stereotypes really, though about about this group? Um, billionaires, obviously, is a popular one. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of I think there's also a lot of um, like sh- you know, I, I, let me put it this way: a lot of the stereotypes I hear come from the. I'm a very big card nerd, so I'm going to give you the stereotypes I hear a lot from them. Obviously, billionaires. Um, I hear a lot about um, sort of um, showy-offy, a lot of, um, you know, the, the billionaires, I, I, you know, they flaunt their money a lot, I would say. Um, right. Also, another one I uh, <laughs> like, these are all car-related ones, is that they're known, <laughs> if you go online, there's these crazy videos of, um, of like, um, of like uh, people in, in various, uh, like, just open freeway areas. Uh, just driving like old Camrys and stuff, just doing these crazy drifts where they're essentially right. just spinning cars. Have you seen that before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Okay. <laughs> and it's not like some sort of super slippery ground because you'll even see them like with their feet outside of the car spinning the wheel and just like drifting. And like sometimes right. you'll see like them, like they can get the car on two wheels sideways too. And they'll be like, <laughs> And they'll just be doing these crazy slides down, fr- like, just f- essentially open freeways outside of the car, inside of the car, st- like, sitting on, like, the roof of the car, but spinning the wheels still. It oh, is amazing. And also just terrifying to watch. Obviously very religious. Obviously. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't have to say it, but I will say it. You know, very religious, obviously. Um, here, you know, there's the, the the terrorist thing, and that's obviously very generic oh, too. It's, it's terrible. Just like yep. Generically for that area, that's what they say. Um, and I would say um, also uh, another funny one that I see here is uh, shisha is a very popular one too, which I guess is true, especially since um, there's also the stereotype of uh, not drinking too, which is right. probably you know some of them are maybe that's true. Some countries it's true. Some countries it's not. But um, maybe that leads to more tobacco because everyone has some sort of vice, let's be honest. That is true. Very true. Give me some other stereotypes. 
Um, do you know, you just, you just, is, you, is, this is just how this is going to go? Is this me right. just saying, saying all everything? All, all right, fine. I'll give you some stereotypes. Uh, mm, I'll go with Germans. Hope I'm not stealing your thunder well, here, Jerry. Before before we go to um, the, I'll give you a, I'll give you a second for this. How do you feel about the idea of um, quote unquote positive stereotypes? You know where people, or yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Well, I'll, I'll elaborate later. I'll leave it at that. I, I think I think positive stereotypes in a way can be just as uh just as negative actually as negative stereotypes if you really have it like cling to your identity like i feel like there's so many people who are like oh yeah i'm from this place so i I have to be like this and i feel like at least in in the united states i think we are very individualistic and uh which makes me automatically think you know why why are you just blindly agreeing with the stereotype just because you're born like granted every country has its own culture and i get that um, and stereotypes have a lot to do with culture as well. But at the same time, just because you're from South America doesn't mean you have to show up late everywhere. You know, I have South American friends and they would almost use their them being from South America as like, like, oh, yeah, I'm late. Well, what are you, you going to do? I'm That's like, what we do. <laughs> right. And it's like, come on, man, you have a watch, you have, an, you have a phone, you can set an alarm like, you, you know. I've, I feel like uh, that's a slight dig at uh, one of your best friends, Robert. Oh, he was always late in high school. <laughs> always. I love him to death, but always late for sure. Uh, um, well, I, I mean, to be I fair, when I was in France, I did, I, I, I did tell you about how like we would be, we were like in class and we would have a 15 minute break. And as the break was ending, like people would be lighting a new cigarette and I would be like, um, don't we have to go back? And then you look over and see the teacher also lighting a new cigarette. <laughs> and be like, oh, right. okay, I, mean, I guess this is just how, how they roll. I'll say this though. The other thing about, Oh, so that's not a positive stereotype. <laughs> it's not. Well, I think positive but stereotypes the other thing, can be kind of... Oh, I was going to say, the other thing about positive stereotypes, though, is that they, they're also dangerous um, if, like, when people, like, put them on other people. So, like, when people say, like, oh, oh no, it's not offensive. To f- it's a positive stereotype. Because then you're just reduce. First of all, you're just reducing someone to... To um, a stereotype. To, to, yeah, to something. And, you're, and then it also, it, it, you, it puts some sort of... I would say it also puts, like, a weird sort of expectation on that person. Absolutely. To, Absolutely. To, uh, to be like you expect them to be, you know? It's like, oh, mm-hmm. you know... All, all, um, you know, all Asians are good at math. You're, you know, you're probably good at math. What, what tip should I leave or something? I don't know. And the person's right. like, I don't, right. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <It's> like, right. <laughs> like, I'm a graphic designer. It's Fuck like you, now, I'm like, like yeah. now I'm an idiot because I don't like I don't know this math off the top. Right. I don't know. I don't know. But um, yeah. So I think negative stereotypes are just as uh dangerous because it does, you know, it, as it, positives. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I but also, I'll say this: it is fun as as sometimes it is fun as the group to embrace uh, a stereotype. Like, um, um, but also it does it is annoying. Uh, you know, if someone's like, "Oh, you're this, so, you're good at that." So, what are some stereotypes that you think either you would like or you think people would like to embrace about Americans or just in general? Or, in general, could be could be different countries doesn't doesn't really matter i do think that germans do Hmm. like i think a lot of germans do like the fact that germany i think the stereotype is they're known for being punctual and they're known for being like orderly clean right precise definitely now i think that stereotype though is probably looked down upon a little bit in berlin 
because Berlin mm. is just a different world. But I would yeah, but say that's most a small, of Germany. I mean, and, yeah. and when you that's a small microcosm when you're talking about the whole country. Correct. Um, Correct. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I would agree with that. And once again, coming from the car world, um, mm. companies like BMW, um, Audi, and Mercedes, and Porsche, and whatnot, really embrace like that precision, you know, in their culture of the of the companies. Right. Oh, and absolutely. also, um, sometimes it's used as a negative stereotype too, where they'll talk about how Germans unnecessarily overcomplicate things just for the sake of it. Just because they, you know, yeah. they like that they uh, are so like, you know, proud of their like precise engineering. Where it's like, yeah, but you Which didn't have to do all this bit for a cup holder, right? A grain of truth, I think, is in that stereotype. A little or it's like bit. It's sometimes over precise. Yes, yeah, especially dealing um, with German bureaucracy, without a doubt. Well, how without do you feel about the? Um, uh, the as you love the German culture, obviously, you love the language yeah. and all that stuff. Um, you seem you definitely take an offense to the stereotype that their uh, language is disgusting sounding, and yep. you seem to also take offense to yep. the stereotype that they don't have a sense of humor. Yes, because Germans that I know are <laughs> hilarious. Uh, some some of the funniest people I know are Germans. Um, great sense of humor, very smart, very quick wit. Uh, like that's the kind of humor I like. It's not like dumb slapstick humor, but it's really really sharp. Um, yeah, and and I don't think German the German language is ugly, and I think the problem is is there's a misconception, and this also goes back to stereotypes. Where a couple of videos came out a few years ago of people saying words in different languages, mm-hmm. and then the guy who was doing the German one would just yell it. So you know, it'd be like yeah, be like butterfly, papillon, schmetterling. Yeah, you know, it's like you don't like you don't anything. have to yell it. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. And he'd be like slamming his fist. It's, and there's also that. Um, that sort of stereotype of I I mean that stereotype of like Hitler talking you know, and like yep. um and like our you know there I remember there was some movie that came out what was it maybe it was Inglorious Bastards where it was like him going like nine 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 you know yeah, there's yeah, like yeah, there's sort of that Bastards. like yelly yeah. st- like always in movies since since a big stereotype of Germany is you know just the Holocaust um, there's so many movies about it you that's the you, you usually right. get like the angry <laughs> Nazi right. German you know like you get a uh, well, kind, in kind the of, war is, is right. you know it's like yeah, of course they're gonna be right. angry they're getting shot at well that also brings me to the to the stereotype of like Russians as Americans oh, yeah. at least for us Russians are always like the villains and the bad guys and yeah it's, I they're think it's like only all, because of the all stupid tough political guys. agenda <laughs> right right and, and I don't think that has any truth at all you know um, they yeah. can all so fight it's, it's really crazy <laughs> right right and they're all big too they're all just yeah. big and burly men <laughs> they're all like connected like, yeah. <laughs> right yeah it's it's crazy um, I don't know <clears throat> but yeah I think uh, I think some some stereotypes, I don't know. I think stereotypes, like anything, it's really easy to take them too far. Um, For sure. Even positive stereotypes um, can have a lot of negative effects, most definitely. I want to ask you, though, Jared, because at least, well, let me say, as a white guy, I feel like all the stereotypes for white people are pretty, pretty much just talk about how clumsy and, like, not smooth white people are. Like, you know, like, and, and I really... I, I wouldn't say I take offense to white stereotypes because I'm not like doesn't like hurt my feelings, but it definitely does kind of make me feel like well, like shit, like I can't think of any like positive stereotypes about white people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
positive stereotypes. Um, well, I'm sure there are like only <sighs> negative ones come into mind for me. Yeah. I mean, there's the stereotype that they like rule the world. But see, that one to me is also bad. <laughs> Listen, not not to some not to some white people. <laughs> That's true, I guess. That's true. Um, I mean, there is the stereotype that they're successful, like uh, in in um, especially in the U.S. You know, like there's the white dude right. stereotype of just wearing khakis and going to an office. Right. It's kind of lame, That's but true. usually it also has to do with uh, that right. person making money. There you go. I don't know right. why I'm trying to but stick up like for you. I feel like there are no cool. <laughs> you feel better, Whitey? I feel like there are no cool. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not have enough already? I feel, like the... <laughs> I feel like there's just no cool stereotypes about white people. Uh, no, probably not. But I mean, in like the world, really, the white, per- the white person, especially the white man is like the, you know, quote unquote, top, top of the top. So there's no, there's no, there's no real benefit to anyone in giving them any sort of like no one wants to give them That's true that like they're true, the last group that anyone wants to give them any sort of like uh you know leeway to you know right very true very true um you know what stereotype really annoys the shit out of me what's that is one? uh the black person big penis one i freaking hate that stereotype <laughs> no not because I, I wasn't even going to say it. I wasn't even going to say it. I was waiting for you. It's really b- burned me a lot. No. Um, I hate, oh, no, but I do hate that stereotype because it's always just an annoying, like, objectification. And it really, yeah. it really uh, bothers me. And whenever I hear someone, and, you know, I listen to a lot of comedy and stuff like that. And whenever I, I hear someone, uh, like, you know, use that as a joke reference, it always just ruins the joke mm-hmm. for me. I hate it. Can I ask you? It always though, sounds kind of slavey to me too. It always feels slavey to me. I don't know. Mm, okay, okay. I don't know. I just Can I don't I like you, though, it. I don't it, like it. Does it make a difference if it's a black comedian making the joke or a white comedian? Um, I still won't like the joke. Like, like, but okay. um, but it, I, I, maybe I won't be as offended. <laughs> I'm not offended. That's not the right word. I won't. I won't. I, I won't like the joke. But um, I, I won't be. I'll be. I'll be. It'll be. It'll be. It'll be coming from a different place. I'll be like, oh, come on. Why'd you got to go there? Like, uh, like you know right. better rather than like, uh, like is that the best you got? Either way, yeah, no, kind of coming from the same place. I don't like it. I don't like okay. it. Are there are there any stereotypes that you like about black people? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, we set the culture in the world. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would agree with that. We, um, 90% of the music I listen to is, you know, comes from black artists. I think so, we're just, yeah. we just have the stereotype of generally being cooler, I would say. Yep. Yep. Um, we, um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't, I, it's not that I like or dislike the dancing one. Uh, that, no, I actually I don't really like that one only because I'm not a dancer, so that one's burned me a couple times. Mm. Okay, <laughs> but I, uh, um, hmm. you know I don't really think of that much about uh, I, I you would have thought I would have thought about black person stereotypes. Um, no, I, I yeah I, I I just I don't like stereotypes in general. Um, like you know, so no matter what the stereotype is, if it comes from someone being like, well, you know. You know, black people are like this. I'd be like, I mean, I guess, but why do you gotta, you know? Right, 
Right. I, don't, he, yeah, I, I would agree weird. with you. I just don't think stereotypes... And I think the other thing about stereotypes, too, is that it, it in a way, kind of allows you to keep people at a distance, in a way. Mm-hmm. Because, like, if I, just, if I just assume, like, like, oh, you know, like, you're a black guy, you're a good dancer. To me, that means I'm not willing to take the time to get to know you and actually find out, do you even like to dance? Maybe you right. don't even like music. You know what I mean? So I feel like stereotypes <laughs> right. are a way to just like label and make it seem like you know somebody when you really have no idea who they are. Actually, now that I think about it, black people also have uh, that sort of uh, stereotype too of being like tough people, you know? Um, and, and like, you know, that, um, like, don't, you know, like that stereotype of like, don't mess with him. Like, he'll, you know, beat, the, like, be able to beat you up. Kind of similar to right. Russians, actually. That sort of like, don't mess with that guy because they'll beat you up kind of thing. Right. Um, where it's like, yeah, no, believe it or not. Yeah, like, no, we can't all fight. <laughs> We're not all tough. Guys. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah, I feel um, like in general, stereotypes are definitely, like, look, I think. On a comedy standpoint, I think it's not the, I think it's not the best approach to comedy. Also, I'm not a professional comedian, so my opinion doesn't really that matter that much about comedy. But I do think it's kind of a cheap and easy way to do comedy if you only focus on stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a way to have a good take on it. It, but I think also having that good take probably would ha- would uh, have to involve you having like experience. Right. Uh, you know, in that culture. So maybe, you know, be coming from more of like a story like I was in, you know, Belgium one time and uh, I ordered a beer or something like that. I don't know. You know, uh, right. Right. I'm no comedian. Trust me. You guys know you listen to this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you and me both. Buddy. <laughs> you and me both. Yeah. Uh, do you want to go through some other ones? Let's go through a couple. I, I just want to go through sure. one or two more countries. Let's do, it. Uh, let's do it. Let's do Canadians. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Okay. We'll do Canadians. But then I want what I want you to do next is after we do Canadians, I want you to tell me a stereotype and I want to place it somewhere. All right, let's just yeah. do that now. Forget Canadians. Okay. No. All right. <laughs> well, Canadians, I feel like the stereotype is they're nice and they're polite. Overly nice, overly polite. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and of that's course. All yeah. That's yeah, all I sure. got. That's all I got. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, uh, flirtatious. I'd have to go with either latin america or italy okay latin america or italy yeah i'd give you that too yeah yeah that's a good yeah okay. maybe spain oh spain as well for sure for sure mm-hmm. um drunks obviously there's a bunch for this that one. could be so many so many the germans Some of your the favorites <laughs> the americans maybe the russians as well americans well, maybe the russians <laughs> Uh, how dare you um yeah maybe the russians uh, aren't drunks because they can just handle their vodka just doesn't get them drunk anymore that that was Uh, my take on that you never know the uh i'd say uh you know like british scottish irish you know like uh also true australia new zealand those areas all All the english speakers really all the english speakers are known for being uh (laughs) right right give me another Um, one jared Okay. Um, uh, friendly. Now we already obviously, said the U.S. Obviously, Americans. Yep, friendly. Uh, hmm. I don't. I don't know. There, there could be a lot of different places. 
I don't know. Where, where what comes to your mind for friendly? Um, hmm. I would say a lot of Asian countries have the friendly, uh, especially mm-hmm. to, to uh, like tourists. Um, I would say Netherlands, very friendly. Yep, yep I would agree. And, and they're, I think they're known for for being friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say um, argumentative. Ooh, argumentative. I'm trying to think. The French. <laughs> I was gonna say uh, Italians, because okay. like you know, like they're always the vibe you always get from like like for example, uh, Family Guy, where uh, Peter goes to the butcher and he's like a boobity bobbity, a boobity bobbity boobity, and Brian's like, right. you're not speaking Italian, Peter, and then the Italian guy goes back and a boobity bobbity, yeah, and they're just like arguing out of nowhere. I right. think that's kind right. of a stereotype is that they're just always sort of like uh, yelling at each other. Mm. Yeah, um, I think you're right. Uh, smart. Who has the uh, like the smart stereotype? I would say Asians. Yeah. Definitely Asians. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not Asians. And um, what would you call like, um, uh, I'd say like all of Asia, not even just like, like the... Right. I don't know how, how you name the different areas, agree. but not just like the area you live in. I'd say just like like Asia period kind of has that yeah. uh, stereotype. Oh, yeah. I would agree 100%. India, South Korea, Japan, mm-hmm. China. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All sorts mm-hmm. of places here, for sure. For yeah. sure. What about if I say horses and horses. hawks? Horses oh. and hawks. Oh, I like where your head's at. Um, that, to me, sounds like Mongolia. You better believe it, buddy. And that leads us to our song in the pod for today. Dude, this song goes horde. (laughs) It does. goes horde. That's true. It's by a band. I don't know if it's pronounced the who or the huh or the... I don't know. It's Uh, H-U. Yeah. And then H-U. And the song is called Shug Shug. And uh, the lyric video is super epic. I feel like if you But Shug Shug in... uh Is it Cyrillic is the alphabet? Yes. Looks like like we're we're... (laughs) <laughs> like if you read it because they oh, have yeah. the uh yeah, yeah, yeah. the subtitles that the, looks like we are weird is is kind of like a w well it's three yeah yeah yeah, yeah, right. yeah. but it's, but it's, it's should... got a really cool bass line it's it's really interesting this whole song is just quite a ride what do you call that kind of melody like that sort of like a like it's like you're on a train almost you know right yeah uh-huh. there's just it's got a good rhythm to it a good groove to it uh-huh do 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 yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's really good and there's of course mongolian throat singing in there which is i love it it sounds super interesting And at the beginning it starts with that flute i love that i even love yeah. the beginning like yeah yep it's, it's just a, yeah it's it's a wild ride it is a I, wild ride <laughs> it is a wild ride that is a great way to explain it and it's like mm-hmm. you're hopping on for a ride whenever you listen to the song dude i love this song and if you're trying to get pumped if you're about to yep. go on a road, if you're about to like go out, go on a road trip and drive like Dominic Toretto from from Fast and the Furious for the next six hours, put this song on repeat, and yep. uh, you'll have straight that one taut straight arm on the top of, on twelve on the steering wheel, just like shaking, just <laughs> just rocking right. your head for. <laughs> oh, for sure. This song is uh, super epic. It's awesome. Yes, I love this song. 
It was. How did, it's, did you find this when you were in Mongolia, or did you hear about this when you were I there? I didn't. This was the crazy thing. So one of our other songs of the pod, maybe three or four episodes ago, is called uh, "Radio" by Rammstein, and I was listening to it on the ah, walk to that work. That makes sense. And it came up on my Spotify like recommended songs, which is kind of interesting. I mean, I guess I mm-hmm. see where they were coming from. Whatever the Spotify I, it algorithm. It sounds like is. a similar genre to me, doesn't it? A little bit, yeah. I mean, just with a Mongolian twist, obviously. But right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, and when I heard it, I, I immediately was like, I screenshotted the the song, and I was like, this needs to be a song of the pod, because it is now, too is that epic like a, to not be one. <laughs> is that like a popular sort of... Now, nah, this might be out of your out of your depth, but is that like a popular genre in, in, Mongolia? Uh, in Mongolia? I think so. I think so. At least the couple Mongolian people I met and talked like to... Like a pop, pop genre. The, well, I think I think there's like a, I think it's like rock music in the states. You have people who absolutely adore it and love it, and then you have people who are just kind of like, uh, eh, not quite my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't right. know if every Mongolian person is into it. Uh, once again, talking about generalizations here, I doubt that yeah, but every I, Mongolian. But I think it's pretty popular. Yeah, but like they for seem example, to be really when popular when we were in Czech Republic, you were talking about how like um. A certain like a uh, music similar to that actually was very popular. I don't remember what exactly mm-hmm. the genre that it was, and that it was also popular among the um, among the camo sh- camo pant wearing group of people right. that you see around, and um, that obviously was sort of a generalization. Uh, that's not the, uh, but uh, we saw it when we were there. A bunch of camo uh, spiky haired camo yes, people like at Usudu in that one room listening to. Uh, Right. you know that genre so yeah, yeah. obviously it is a I mean, stereotype you could call it maybe a hard rock alternative even metal maybe uh, yeah it uh, seems like it's know, floating into metal, metal for me yeah yeah it's awesome though it's super epic so check that out uh, it's a lyric video as well check out our youtube channel on translatable podcast and the song of the pod playlist shug shug you betcha the, the who the huh i don't i don't know but check it mm-hmm. out it's great you'll really enjoy it so now it's time to talk about our chinese and spanish words of the pod and mine is Chunselandiao, which means cliche, because I think a lot of stereotypes now have become very cliche. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Um, all right. All right. I don't have a Spanish word of the pod because I'm not prepared, but damn wah, it. Wah. <laughs> yeah. Wah, wah. Uh, uh, but see, the what I want to use is just uh, like, like I, I actually, it's not even that I don't have one. It's that stereotype is literally just stereo, uh, you know, just stereotype in Spanish. Um, and Let's I, hear it. Well, I have to type it in because I looked it up stereotipo? earlier. Stereotipo? Uh, you might be right. Estereotipo. That sounded kind of Spanish or Italian. Sounds more Italian. Me. But yeah. it is este- estereotipo is what it says, yeah. Okay. Generalization, yeah, caricature, stereotype. That makes sense. <clears throat> well, let's recap today's episode, and I think the see that wasn't as spicy although, as you thought it was going to be. It really wasn't. That was mild at best, Jared. I'm a little disappointed <laughs> in myself. Mild at yeah, best. That wasn't even but medium. I think we did. <laughs> it wasn't. Not even close. Not even close. If if this episode was a salsa, it would not be spicy enough for my life. Dude, that's for sure. I had tacos yesterday. This is going to be real quick. And I, I had pico de gallo, and I was so excited <laughs> for it. I had this new thing of pico de gallo, and I was putting it on the table, mm-hmm. and it fell off the table flat onto the ground open by the way and i had just a oh, pile no. of pico de gallo on my on the floor 
right before I was about to start eating. And I just uh, sat there and cried for a, a second. Bad omen. Then, uh... <laughs> bad omen. That's for sure. Don't lose your Pico, Jared. That's for sure. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I think... I lost my I think Pico. The, I, <sighs> that's right. Never I'm go full caliente. Pico, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think the, the key about this episode with stereotypes is... Um, although they do exist and a lot of them I think exist for a lot of different cultural reasons and like us trying trying to and sometimes terribly failing at um, comparing people and making judgment calls. I do think that um, stereotypes can be very can be very negative, very dangerous and uh, I think we need to be really careful about how we use them. Um, I think there is a tasteful way to use them in terms of like jokes and comedy and stuff like that. But at the same time, I think people shouldn't get too hung up or too focused on stereotypes. And I think it's really important to try to really think about stereotypes critically and analytically and see if and when, and most of the times I think you can debunk them. Stereotypes Um, is a tool for the ignorant. Oh, I like that. We're ending on that, Jared. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. Yeah, stereotypes are definitely a tool for the ignorant. And get past those stereotypes, people. That is why we are here, the Untranslatable Podcast, to hopefully knock down some walls and build some more bridges. Yeah. And, uh, definitely, definitely don't let ignorance be bliss. But anyways, uh, let us know what you thought of this episode by reaching out to us on email, untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. You can check out our YouTube channel for Shug Shug, our song of the pod for today. Uh, untranslatable podcast. Also, please feel free to uh, tweet at Jared at our uh, Twitter handle, untranslatable one, the number one. Lastly, check out our Insta page for clips and photos of all sorts of uh, different adventures and cool stuff. And lastly, please give us some five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher and let us know how we can make this podcast better for you. So we appreciate your support. And as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Yakuyame. Just gracias. Shisha. Shook, shook. Shook, shook. Shook, shook.